Welcome to WFUV's What's What. It's Thursday, December 8th. What's What is a daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and hot topic issues in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. And includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV. I'm Leah Mallory. And I'm Jaya Joyce. Now let's see what's what in the city. A New York state law that blocks convicted felons from serving on juries is being challenged in Manhattan today. The New York Civil Liberties Union is filing a federal class action lawsuit against the New York County clerk, claiming that the restriction on convicted felons disproportionately excludes black New Yorkers from participating in democracy. The suit alleges that roughly 25 percent of black Manhattaners are blocked from participating in the process. Public defender Dottie Justin and the Community Service Project of New York are the plaintiffs in the lawsuit, arguing that the blockage contributes to the mass disenfranchisement of black Manhattaners. New York Times journalists are striking for 24 hours today. Hundreds of employees pledged to walk out, mostly in response to low wages, remote work policies and health and retirement benefits. Members of the News Guild Union, which covers over 1,000 New York Times workers, have been negotiating contract matters with the company since March 2021. Discussions took place earlier this week, but the two sides did not reach a deal. The union says the Times told employees that they will not be compensated during the strike. Staff at the company have not walked out like this in over 40 years. If you're heading through the Lincoln Tunnel anytime soon, look forward to no more cash tolls. This Sunday, December 11th, drivers will no longer have to pay cash fees. Instead, their license plates will be photographed and they'll be billed through the mail. Easy Pass will continue as normal. The Whitney Museum is promoting its show Edward Hopper's New York through a new interactive map. The online map pins different places Hopper painted and describes the inspiration behind each piece, with New York City as a backdrop. It can be found online at Whitney.org. If you're in Manhattan this Saturday, be prepared to see Santa Claus or many of them. SantaCon returns to New York City this weekend and thousands are expected to attend. A $15 ticket and a Santa costume is needed to have access to the participating bars and restaurants. All money is donated to charity. Only three weeks after officially opening, K-Pop the Musical is closing this weekend at Circle in the Square Theater. Due to low ticket sales, the history-making musical is coming to an end on Broadway with the final performance set this Sunday, December 11th. The last show will end with a panel open to the community about Asian American and Pacific Islander representation on Broadway. Now let's take it to the world of sports. Welcome back to the What's What Sports Update. I'm Dan Bartels. WNBA player Brittany Griner has been freed from prison in Russia. The women's basketball player was detained for approximately nine months on drug charges. This morning, Griner was released in exchange for a Russian arms dealer held in the United States. The Biden administration authorized the prisoner swap, and Griner is now on her way home. Back in New York, the Knicks and Nets both got major wins for both their squads last night, as Julius Randle led the Knicks over the Hawks with 34 points and 16 assists. The Hawks could not make up the deficit they put themselves in, and the Knicks won 113-89. to For the Nets, stars Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant had 33 and 29 points respectively, outshining the Hornets without LaMelo Ball, and pulled out the win 122-116. to improving to 14-12 and 12 on the season, and a four-seed in the East if the season ended today. In terms of our local sports here at Fordham, men's basketball improved to 9-1, coming off a win at home versus Wagner, 78-52. Fordham logged their eighth straight win behind Darius Quisenberry's 25-point performance, giving the Rams the edge over the Seahawks. 
Fordham is now the league leader in the Atlantic 10 Conference, and they look to keep the good times rolling as they face a tough Binghamton team at home this Friday in the Bronx. Go Rams! For the What's What Sports Update, I'm Dan Bartels. So many musicians and performers have gotten their start at the Apollo Theater on 125th Street in Harlem. Recently, the historic venue hosted their legendary amateur night for the first time since the pandemic. WFEV's Nicoletta Papavasilakis got to talk to the winner of the Child Star of Tomorrow category and got a history lesson on the theater. It's just like, oh my god, this is crazy. And I keep practicing and I have a feeling I got this. And whenever I'm nervous, shake it out, Brianna. Well, Brianna Cameron's instinct was right. A week later, the 10-year-old singer won the Apollo Theater's Amateur Night. Her victory didn't come without hard work. I realized when you, when you really want to do something, you put your all into it. But Cameron also enjoys preparing for the show. I mm-hmm. love practicing. It's so much fun. The greatest love of all. I can't stop singing this song. Cameron wowed the crowd with her performance of Whitney Houston's Greatest Love of All. It's her favorite song. Cameron is no stranger to the Apollo stage. She first competed in Amateur Night in 2019, when she was only seven years old. While victory was a nice bonus for Cameron this time around, she was grateful to do what she loves and perform at the Apollo. I'm like literally having the best time of my life. All these amazing legends been here, so it's a dream come true. Some of the legends she's talking about are Ella Fitzgerald, James Brown, and Michael Jackson, just to name a few. They all got their start at the Apollo Theater. But according to Marion J. Caffey, producer of Amateur Night, they weren't the performers that we know today. They were young artists just like the ones coming tonight, walking through that back door, nervous, You know, James Brown was not the godfather of soul when he walked in the door. Michael Jackson was not the king of pop when he walked in the door. Ella Fitzgerald wasn't Ella Fitzgerald that turned into the first lady of song. In fact, the first lady of song almost didn't become a singer at all. Ella Fitzgerald competed in Amateur Night in 1934. Originally, she was going to dance. Here to dance her little heart out for you. Please welcome Miss Ella Fitzgerald. Okay, Ella, welcome to Amateur Night. You got your dancing shoes ready? But at the last minute, she changed her mind. I'm sorry, what did you say? You don't want to (laughs) dance? Well, what are you going to do? You'd like to sing something. Mm -hmm. Well, okay, Ella, you can sing something instead. That night, she sang Judy by Hoagy Carmichael. She started out slow. Her voice can bring every hope of spring. That's Judy, my Judy. If her eyes say yes, but you're wrong in your guess. Then she belted it out. With as much confidence Fitzgerald brought to the stage, she was still figuring it out. But the Apollo Theater provided a safe space for her, in more ways than one. As a black singer, there were only a handful of places that would let her perform at the time. So Amateur Night became a haven for black artists. You know, before black artists a lot were allowed to go into other venues. Um, it has a rich and long history of allowing black artists to come and do their thing, you know. 
That was Marion J. Caffey, the producer you heard from before. He says now people travel from all over the world just to compete in amateur night. So we welcome everybody. I mean, in one show, you could see kids from India, kids from Japan, kids from Korea, Philippines, Canada, you know, L.A., 127th Street. Amateur night has been running for 88 years and is still going. To this day, the Apollo stage has given people a chance to do what they love and perhaps jumpstart a career in show business. Maybe Brianna Cameron will join the Hall of Fame of the Apollo stars. I'm Nicoletta Papavasilakis, WFUV News. That was WFUV's Nicoletta Papavasilakis talking about the Apollo Theater's amateur night and its history of giving people a voice. And that's our show for today. I'm Jaya Joyce. And I'm Leah Mallory. Check back with us tomorrow at 3 o'clock for more news, music, culture, and sports. And tell your friends so they can find WFUV's What's What at WFUVnews.org and wherever you get your podcasts.